So should I pretend like we never ended, or that was just like a like you know how like when you're on summer vacation for a while, and you're just like, oh, school starts tomorrow. So you just like convince yourself in your head that you've just been on like a long three day weekend. So when you go back on Monday, you don't feel like you want to die. Yeah, it's it's just like a, a TV series that took a hiatus and comes back the next season, being like, hey, remember that peanut butter sandwich you ate yesterday, SpongeBob? And it just you know, you get the little thought bubble, and it, like, shows you the last line of the last show, and then it's like, oh, yeah, and then we're, here we are. It's today. Welcome to the Podosaurus. This is just a little intro chorus. Welcome to the Podosaurus. We'll be talking about some games and morus. Welcome to the Podosaurus. Your and his friends won't bore us. Oh. Welcome to the Podosaurus. So listen up, it's time for Podosaurus. Alright, good evening. Welcome back everyone to Podosaurus. My name is Lou. I am your host today. Joining me I ha- with me, or whatever, we have Timber Taft. Hello everyone. And Ken from Ongaku to you. Hello. I'm sorry. Why are you sorry? Because my podcast killed your podcast. <laughs> like, do you mean it killed it as in yours is better than mine? No, as in it hearing. was so bad, it canceled everything else around it. <laughs> cancel culture was real that year. So, I mean. I mean, this was before cancel culture started. That's true. We, we started it. Well, yeah, we so start- we were proto-cancel culture. Yes. Thanks, Ongaku, to you. You're welcome. So how have y'all been? It's been like, oh, let me check my watch. It's been about eight months since we did an episode. <laughs> so this is now season two of um, Podosaurus, um, because that's how seasons work. It's yeah. whenever you decide to release a new one nowadays. Yeah, you know, roughly the next season, give or take a few. So since it's been so long, have there been any changes in our lives? Anything we want to like bring up first before we get into the nitty gritty of our topic, which people keep asking what the topic is. But knowing me, knowing what I do, what do you think it is? That's right, it's horror video games. <gasps> and Pokemon. Spooky. Ah. I didn't realize it's you actually... went back to Pokemon, but I guess that makes sense. Um, I did like one or two days because I was severely depressed. So I'm like, I'm going to play Pokemon Heart Gold. And that was a good day. Then the next day I'm like, I'm also depressed. I'm going to play Pokemon Heart Gold. And that day was not as good. <laughs> then you were like, oh no, this did not cure my depression. <laughs> <laughs> this did not work out like I planned. Uh, I'm more or less doing the same things that I used to do. Uh, it's still generally things that I want to categorize as RPGs. Whether or not that officially is true is debatable. But um, yeah, as usual, it's the rotation. So right now I'm doing Let's Go Eevee, uh, the uh, Tales of boy, Asperia, boy, boy. and Deus Ex. My boy, boy, what boy. About you, Ongaku? Um, nothing too much. I bought another PS4. Did you buy the Death Stranding one? Yeah, of course. I, 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 I finally got a 4K television, so I'm like, I need to get a PS4 Pro. Didn't f- you have one? No, I didn't. I only had uh, three regular PS4s. Only three regular ones? Yeah, only three regular ones. Did you have four PlayStation 3s? 
Uh, I have three PlayStation 3. No, and technically I have four now. We just got it. Yes. We just took in another one. The prophecy have, is real. I have three PlayStation 3s. I have two Slims and a Super Slim. But besides that, I've been playing, obviously, Death Stranding, because I did buy the PS4 and the Collectors. I also bought Jedi Fallen Order, the Star Wars Ooh. game. Have you played it yet? I played the beginning of it just a little bit, but I was more... How Dark Souls is it? It's mm. pretty Dark Souls from what I've seen. I mean, the, the skill tree is pretty much fairly Dark Soulsy. There is a lot and, of... And the combat. Of, like, I saw... Yeah. I saw somebody in, like, an arena area where they were, like, fighting some, like, horned demon thing. And it was literally just, like, this thing's trying to plow them off the edge. It's like, that's so Dark Souls. <laughs> so... Thank yeah, you so I, I can't wait to, you know, play more of that. And then Tetris 99. Tetris 99 is a soul-consuming game. Oh, yeah. It took over my life for, like, a good, like, three months. I'll go, like, in spurts where I don't touch it, and then other spurts where I'm, like, playing it every day for a week straight. It doesn't help when they have the, um, like, skin things available for you to get a special one. No, I did, it like, I just randomly... <laughs> I randomly booted up one day when they had the Kirby one. I don't even care about Kirby. I don't like Kirby. Like, it's fine. It's whatever. But it's like, you can unlock this skin if you play it and get 100 points. I'm like, okay. And then I'm like, oh, you know, I probably won't do it. Then I realize you get a ton of points every time you win. Or every time you play it, even if you don't win. So I unlocked that. And then they had a Luigi's Mansion one. They had a Pokemon one. I think I have one more. Maybe that's it. But then I started unlocking the ones you get with the tickets, too. And I also bought the DLC for it, which I didn't plan to do. I was never much of a Tetris fan, so I personally haven't touched it. But I get that Tetris feeling with so uh, good. I, I do have to play. It. I have it. I theoretically have it. I have the the internet, so I have Tetris ninety nine. Just do but, an entire stream of Tetris ninety nine. Good. Like but I, I know people who do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gab did that for a while. She was just playing mm-hmm. Tetris ninety nine for days. For days. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think let's go. Not not let's go. Uh, just regular Pokemon Go. Kind of has that effect with me where they're like, hey, we released a new gen. And I'm like, oh, let me open up this app. Hold on. Let me get the cobwebs off of this. And uh, I'll be like, oh, look, there's a new Pokemon. And I'll catch it. And I'll look around and be like, yep, middle of nowhere. Nothing here. And then I'll close it and forget about it again. That has become a slight obsession for me um, because... I've noticed. Well, because I finally moved to a place where I can actually play it. So I guess I'll do... a my update real quick just to get out of the way i've moved back from japan to the middle of nowhere ish missouri but more things spawn here than they do um when they did when i was living in japan so like there's a park across the street with like 10 gyms and like 20 stops so i just go walk around there for an hour and i get all my stuff back but what was it last weekend they had that chimchar event yeah it was the it was the community a day event for the chimchar so I usually go with, like, complain all the time that I don't get any shinies. I have a shiny of each one. Of, I have three shiny Chimchars that I evolved to one of each in the line. And I got got them from that event randomly. Two of them I got while I was in the car. Oh, my goodness. I was not driving. I clicked the I am a passenger, and it was fine. But were you a passenger? <laughs> I have not driven since I moved back from Japan. Are you one of those Tesla drivers? No, I have not driven since I moved back from Japan. I just I just said those words with my mouth hole. That's amazing. Did you not hear with your ear holes? I heard with the ear holes. It's just I couldn't believe what I was hearing. Yeah, I don't have a car or anything. Oh, okay. I don't have a car. 
I guess I just like sense. stream every day. The streamer life hashtag. Hashtag full time streamer. Hashtag give tails some bits. <laughs> That's cool though. I mean, you're pursuing it. Uh, you're pursuing it on your own terms, maybe. Yeah, more or less. Like I probably should get a job to supplement it. <laughs> I'll probably start looking for it at the new year. See, I, I kept like saying like, oh, you know, the next month I'll start looking next month, and now I'm like at November, middle of November. I'm like, yeah, no one's gonna hire more than seasonal work right now, and I have no car, so I'm like, I'll just wait until the beginning of the year at this point. Yeah, I mean that's that's generally uh, a good practice because this is kind of end of financial quarter anyway, so most companies aren't gonna be hiring anyway. And if they they are, they're one of those like you know you can work now until you know Christmas or you know end of the year, and then that's it. So I don't want to be back to this, you know, beginning of January. It depends on your incentives, though. Like, the, the one that I am currently working, I landed around this time out of sheer desperation and managed to get it pretty quick, so. If you're looking at the right kind of jobs, they come up whenever. Anyway, we don't doesn't necessarily... doesn't help that I don't know what I want to do. True. <laughs> I don't know what I want to do with my life. <laughs> I think you, I mean, I guess it's a, a contrast of, like, what you want versus what you feel you can tolerate right do you think they hire just like people who whine and complain about everything somewhere uh that's called being a critic yeah i was gonna say that's being a critic isn't it (laughs) so theoretically i could work for like ign or polygon oh yeah they they love you especially honestly because of your japanese experience like experience in japan there's a lot that you can kind of unpack there just from a like hey i'm an interesting person (laughs) <laughs> yeah me. you know when i see them big fat anime titties you know they're right there <laughs> <laughs> well i guess we're flagging the podcast as mature for now on, which it is if you have gotten this far and you are under the age of 18 please do not go any further just because we're talking about pokemon does not make this for children but although this is going to my twitch channel which is 18 plus and this will also be on youtube which is also because of um um, I don't know, Spanakopita or something like that. This is also 18+, plus, which I'll mark everywhere possible. Maybe we need to specify. This is 13+, plus, guys. That's specifically no, what no, Kappa is, asked for, so. It's 18+, plus for me. Well. I don't know what, Ka- I know, Kappa is just an emote. I don't know who this is. It's not enforceable. Speaking of which, did you guys know that once a day on Twitch, one person is randomly selected for their Kappas to turn golden? Really? Yeah, one <laughs> every day, one person is randomly selected for their Kappa emotes that they use to turn golden, and they are for 24 hours. Oh, man. I didn't know about that until today. I, I heard it in SoFstream, and I'm just like, oh, I didn't, I was not aware. That's so super, now I'm just going to start spamming Kappas totally in everyone's random. streams. Yeah, so, and also you probably have to refresh your page all the time, too, so you'd have to close your browser, refresh it, just to see if you have become the golden Kappa boy. I want to win that. I'll have golden kappa. I should I should just if that ever happens to me, I'm just gonna change all of my emotes to gold. I'll just be like, guys, it's I got I got the golden kappa. We're getting golden rowers. We're getting golden timber two Oz. Thank you, by the you way, know, for the Oz. You know this this would require you to be in chats and talk, right? I talk in chats. Who's I just, just I don't wake up at eight in the morning to talk in chats. <laughs> I've never seen you talk in chats. I absolutely do. 
I absolutely do. You even have your butt on a timer so it talks to <laughs> so it talks for you. <laughs> All your butt does is try and set off sound commands that aren't there. I I'm need enjoying to fix that. It. I'm working on fixing it. Those are all templates was, right now. I was in a stream the other day. I'm like, what is the bot doing? He's like, he reacts to some words and is trying to call a command, but I haven't set them up yet. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, no. So, like, the that particular one, I was experimenting that stream because I had set, I had set it up with the commands and it was supposed to fire off audio commands, but it didn't actually do it. So it just looked like it was shooting commands that didn't do anything. So, so what do you use for Direhound? Do you use Streamlabs Chatbot for that? It's actually PhantomBot. Um, Phantom and I use PhantomBot because it's open source, so I can actually go in and modify the code. The advantage okay. of that is I can fix it. The disadvantage of it is that it's broken. <laughs> so Your bot's always broken. <laughs> I think always. that's like the, the two most said comments on your stream are, Today we're going after Carrot. And the bot is currently broken. <laughs> I oh. think if you go back and do that and like look through all of your things, you would come up with those two of the most used unique phrases. Uh, maybe. Maybe I should set up my bot to calculate how many, like, what are my most common phrases. And just, hopefully just it doesn't set up break. To, just make it an AI that learns from you. <laughs> Eventually it'll just actually talk and chat the same way I would. You wouldn't be able to distinguish the two of us. All right, we're like 20, well, almost 20 minutes in. You guys want to talk about some video games? Oh, boy. Video games. Video games. Anyone been playing anything new? Does Bloodstained count? I will say, since we haven't had an episode since March, anything in the past eight months is considered new. Because <laughs> no one's heard us talk about it before. <laughs> Uh, Alright, so, I mean, clearly I have a lot to unpack, what with having an entire series on it, so, what's your opinion on Bloodstained? Ken, have you played it all? No, I haven't, unfortunately. I heard okay, good things I'll... about it, though. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I played it, I got a code from it from the developer, actually, and I played it uh, on stream one day. I enjoyed it, it was like Symphony of the Night, it was exactly what you expected it to be, more or less. Um, I like that they decided to go like full weird with it as well, like where they even had things as one Patreon backer's uh, dog's head as an enemy. Yeah, a bunch of weird stuff like a, that. They like, had a couple of them actually. So like they went like they went full on weird. Um, what is it? Uh, Iga Igarashi is that his yep. name? Uh, yes. Uh, shoot. Yes. Iga. Yeah. I mean, we'll we'll say Iga. I don't remember his full. Because I know it's like Igavania style. Yeah. But like they had him in there, he um, or, like they let him basically do what he wanted. They went full, full weird. They did not shy away from being like the shameless. This is just Castlevania with a new skin. Like they went like the full on weird with it. They had fun with it. You could tell that they had a lot of fun making the game, and right. the fact they listened to fan b feedback too. It looks a lot better. I still think it doesn't look that great, but it looks better. Yeah, it's just I, something I, with the art style or the engine they pick, something like that. It's mostly the lighting. Uh, it's just the way that lighting casts onto the character models when compared to the environments, which I'm pretty sure it's just because, like, here's a sprite, and then here's this background that's, like, hand-painted or whatever. Now, have at it, lighting engine, right? And it doesn't it doesn't really know how to process the backgrounds that well, but 
It's still mm-hmm. fine. It's just that the character looks a little bit like they're not part of the environment necessarily ever. So like I liked it for what it was. Um, I only played one. I only did one stream of it. I even like highlighted it and like tagged it as part one. I've never gone back to it, but I was playing on a computer that was breaking at the time. Mm-hmm. I did enjoy it. I've just never been a huge Castlevania fan. I like Metroidvania style games, but really, I just like Metroid. Metroid. I've heard that a lot, mm. actually. Um, I like I like the art style. I like the i I like the franchise of Metroid. But not like, if someone's like, oh, this is a non-linear, you know, Metroid-style game, I'll probably not like it. I kind of like Guacamelee because it was different, but at the same time, it kind of felt soulless. I liked it for what it was, but it had no soul to it. Yeah, I think I I absolutely get that with a lot of things. I mean, even with Bloodstained to an extent, there's a lot of care and attention that was put into the the minor details of things like the story, um, but they never... Uh, with metroidvanias maybe just because of the nature of their construct that maybe if somebody goes into they're like i'm making a metroidvania so there's going to be backtracking so that means there's going to be like entire chunks of levels that you're just like wandering through trying to find like a very specific thing um and when you when you have a person doing that it's very hard to actually rope the story around that because all of a sudden it's like okay this guy was all the way on the other end of the castle and now we've we've made the player go over here so they can get the mystical armor mail of justice. And he's just, he's just there now too. Right. And they just have to like Mm. somehow factor that into the plot. Um, like they could almost do more interesting style or ways of, uh, presenting their story, but they kind of have fallen to that same rigid. This is how those over the other two franchises have always been. Metroid always kind of shied away from even having like exact or, um, direct storytelling. So it kind of worked for it. Cause you're just looking at the environments anyway. It's all, environmental storytelling with a couple cutscenes except for other and then Castlevania did the you were going to certain areas but you I don't feel like especially Symphony of the Night I don't remember exactly but you didn't really backtrack that much compared to like a Metroid game in my mind maybe, maybe I'm I, wrong I'm not as familiar with Metroid so I can't say by comparison uh, what I do know with Bloodstained is that for the most part there wasn't too much backtracking Except for two very exact sections where it was there almost as though it were mandated, right? Like, just like, okay, the game needs to have backtracking, so here you go. And it doesn't Give them like, a reason to come back here for no reason. We, we, don't, we could avoid this, but it needs to be in there. It needs to be. It's not a Metroidvania without this. So... Um, there are two moments I'm trying really hard not to, like, spoil it in case people are still playing but no one's still playing no one's still playing bloodstained they they aren't that's that is the curse of everything i ever cover instead <laughs> of it dies before i have a chance to to breathe its name you know i wish that was true but breath of the wild did not die for even a while longer after you finished it <laughs> that just like that was the game that wouldn't die on on twitch a lot of people are like we're starting master mode like you don't have to do this there are other it's games okay there are other zelda <laughs> games like we don't have to. Yeah, but True I like Sound, this one. True Sound played it again on Master Mode and got all of the Korok seeds first. I and saw. Then, then did the rest of the game, and it was just like you can tell him now. Like after he finished it, he hundred percent of the game. He's just like, I am done with this game for a while. 
<laughs> it's just not the way it's meant to be played. It just no. isn't. Like, you're really not supposed to get all of those Korok seeds. You're not supposed... Like, you get something for doing it, but you're really not supposed to. They never right. really intended people to do it. That's why you get, like... A special thing care. for it. Yeah, like... I don't think it's a spoiler. It's three years later, almost. You get a piece of shit for it. <laughs> you get a, you get a You get a giant turd from the Broccoli Man for for getting 900 seeds. He's just like, good job. This is your reward. And it's not worth it. If you want to know more about that, you can watch my video on why Koroks are evil. Links in the description. Do we have descriptions? I don't know. Uh, there will be one. Okay. Well, there you, go. you can plug whatever you want at the end. <laughs> not in the middle. Because um, we want them to get to the end. That way they'll listen to the whole thing and then they'll go watch your stuff. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so <laughs> Bloodstained, Bloodstained, yeah. uh, Bloodstained had a uh, had a similar thing where actually the achievements, the final achievements for the game were like acquire all the shards and then synthesize every item in the game. Very few people have that last one. I am also one of those people who did not get it because it just isn't. Do you even like video games, Timber? Get. I love video games. I just don't. Then why don't you have it? I don't want to synthesize all the items, man. I mean, Do that's it for like the Chivo. If I get the Chivo, I will have 100% of the game. I actually did get all the shards, and that was like more grinding than I ever wanted to do. I don't know. Do people care about achievements in general? I know I don't think so. Uh, some people are really big into it. They still do achievement hunting. See, I burned out on that probably around like I want to say 2012. Like I had moved from Xbox to PS3 and was still like trophy hunting. And then eventually, just at some point, I think it was probably Assassin's Creed 3 that broke me. I was just like, I'm tired of trying to get all these achievements in games, or all these trophies, and I just stopped. Yeah. I I think I've said it before that I have a 10% rule where I try to get as many achievements as 90% of players. And after that, I'm kind of like, okay, there's a reason that less than 10% of people have these other ones, so I'm it's probably not fun, you know? And I just kind of tuck it under the rug. Uh, Christoph Gavin is one of my um, fellow streamers who's been really... He does, like, 100% achievement runs of things. Um, and I respected the fact that literally every game he streamed, he has 100%ed. Um, wow. So if you guys are into that sort of thing... I don't know. Again, that's why I asked the question, because I'm like, are people... Like, do people like seeing achievements get got? I like when I get one, but then I don't care enough to find out what I need to get more. Yeah, same, same, same. Because, like, I started Outer Worlds and, like, I got an achievement for, like, playing the game for five minutes. So, I'm like, these mean nothing now, kind of, in my mind. In a way, it, it definitely is nothing. I think I use it more or less as a placeholder of how done am I with this game, right? If there's still, like, lingering achievements and there's always the risk of, like, if this is still here a year from now, I might play this game again. And that mm -hmm. is sometimes a risk too great to take. So I'm just going to like try to polish off as much of it as I can in this session so I never have that lingering feeling of like, I'm not really done with it, though. Some of them are, are good because they're like, at least for games like Fallout or something like that, all of your achievements are pretty much linked to you're leveling up to max level so you'll know whether or not how, if you're close to max level or not. And some collectibles in special areas and then like just the quests. Like, have you completed every quest? Because you have an achievement left, you're like, oh, maybe there's a quest I missed. And if you're really invested in the game, you could go find that quest. Because the achievement kind of tipped you off to that. 
But then some are like find all the hollow tapes and it's just <laughs> Yeah, the more it turns into like did you get all of the feathers in level 13? The more I'm like, I uh those can stay there. Someone else can get those. I'll start out a game like th- saying like I'm going to get everything in it and by the end of like the first world if there's a bunch like that and I miss one I'm like I'm done. I'm done yeah. trying to get I, all of them. I don't care anymore. Yeah, there are moments that break me. I know there was uh I think there was that game a while ago uh where uh was it dark it wasn't dark cell but no prototype um prototype had an achievement in it <laughs> where you had to go around and get these like orbs and there were like 700 of them scattered throughout the entire town and they were generally pretty obvious so i just went around collected them all and by the end of the game i had 699 orbs and it's a big open world game. So, honestly, this could probably apply to like Breath of the Wild as well. The last one is the hardest to get. Mm-hmm. And if you weren't like literally checking things off on like a map that you got from some guide somewhere, and you just found them at random, then the the frustration is like beyond belief. When you get to the last one, you're just like, no, I thought I did everything systematically, and yet here we are. That happened to Tim or to um True Sound. He had like he was missing three Korok seeds, and he was using a map and he had marked them and he thought he might have misclicked several of them. It was going back to certain areas trying to figure out if he got them or not. Oh so he probably had to look God. for nine hundred of them twice. No, oh I feel for you, True Sound. The poor poor dude. Well, aside from Breath of the Wild and Bloodstain, anything else? Played wise recently, or you know, within the past eight months, you know, during our short break there. Ken? Yes. I played the <laughs> buggy, buggy game that is WWE 2K20. I heard that was a mess. Oh my god. Yeah, it was pretty bad. So, first, what prompted you to purchase such a thing? So, I, I I like these kind of games. I do these sports games every so often. I just pick a sport, and depending on the year, and like, oh, I'm going to play Madden, or I'm going to play WWE, or I'm going to play NBA Live, or 2K20, or whatever it is. 2K has not been, a, it hasn't been a really good year for 2K, <laughs> for that darn matter, for sure. WWE is not good. NBA 2K20 is not good either. And Didn't NBA Live get, like, shelved again? Yeah. Well, that was last year's one because it didn't do so hot. <laughs> what was it? I can't remember exactly which one it was, but there's a basketball game. I think it was, like, NBA Elite. I think it was on 360 and PS3, and, like, it was probably, like, a decade ago. Mm. But it was finished like, you know, printed, sent out to stores, and canceled the day it was coming out. And the stores had copies of it. Did you ever get that game? Oh, no, no. I wish I could have, though. But you know what I'm talking about. There's, like, copies of this game that was canceled on release day, just out there. And then the rest were sent back to, I think, EA to be destroyed. Probably in those kind of situations, they, they would want to have all the return copies. The certain being behind the desk of a GameStop, certain places or certain stores depending on who is the district or the dm during that time probably tries to make sure to keep track of all the release inventory that they got and then make sure that it gets returned properly but there are some Mm -hmm. people that 
don't follow those rules and they they keep that just for like oh ho 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 it's the unreleased game kind of thing because like some like you know if amazon shipped it out early they were just out yeah yeah so besides that early things from them yeah besides that i've been also playing the hot mess that was mario kart tour (laughs) oh god i didn't even touch that like i nintendo's mobile offerings have not been that good no they have not so it's a majority of the gaming that I bought, I bought a bunch of games, but I just never had time to go sit down and play them. the The, the majority of my time has been of Final Fantasy fourteen because Shadowbringers came out, so that took out a good chunk of my July. So, I, I I love it. It's a really good game. It's probably one of their best written stories in a while, to the point that WoW is biting biting them off now. So I'm really happy for the Final Fantasy XIV community. So, is the Near Automata raid in yet? Or yes, it in? just got in. In like this past five point one patch, it just was integrated. So, and isn't it considered canon to the Near like lore or something as well? Yeah, you know we like the entire community was having inside jokes between it because like you complete the Near raid it. It, you know, it uninstalls your game or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or you beat the re- near raid, it, like, you know, deletes your character or it sends you back to 1.0, which is, like, god-awful. <laughs> so, but... That would require them to still have, like, a copy of 1.0 around. You know, like, there's, like, probably one copy, the master copy at Square Enix, it's just, like, in a vault somewhere. <laughs> just do not no open. <laughs> So they're just waiting for the day that someone's like, "Well, WoW Classic did really good. What if we release Final Fantasy fourteen no, no, vanilla?" No, no, no. So besides that, I also been playing Review Starlight Relive because the English version came out, and that majority of my money went into there. I did just pick up another game just th- earlier today, and it was Shimu Three. So I can't wait to go. I'm so sorry. Oh, how come? <laughs> Um, it's just, I'm just hearing somebody, it's, I think the problem is, it's exactly what everyone thought it was going to be, and everyone's disappointed by that. Like, apparently, it just looks like they took the Dreamcast version, like, the character models, mm. the the animations, <laughs> the mechanics, and just made them look nicer. Ah, that sounds, a, uh, sounds talking, amazing. <laughs> Did it keep the famous line? Do you know any Chinese people? <laughs> <laughs> have you seen any sailors around here no i think if you go to the the bar they have a lot of sailors i was talking to my moderator maybe it was i was reading in uh discord and that's what he said he's like it just looks like they took the dreamcast games and just gave them a fresh coat of paint like they even like they went for kind of realistic proportions for characters but not faces yeah i mean i'm looking at like what might be the box art for that and even that, it just looks like they're like, let's take the hair, make it less spiky, because this isn't the '90s anymore. Uh, <laughs> give it more of a swept back look, right? Um, you know, she's wearing like a fancy millennial hat now instead of like I don't even know what she was wearing before. So, in isn't this not the end of it too? Uh, that I I don't think so. That I'm pretty sure they'll probably back in some other thing into it to make it number four. What? Well, for me, like I, 
I wasn't really a fan, and, and I played one and two. The only first time I played one and two was when I bought it and streamed that horrible, lovely blind run of a game for the first time. And I feel sorry for every Yakuza fan. It's just like you know what. I really like the Yakuza games, and I kind of want to see where they got their start. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what kind of chump would do that, Ken? Well, I don't know, man. <laughs> like, as long as you go into those with zero expectations, yeah, yeah. and you're just like, I want some, nis- some nostalgia bait, yeah. like, you're getting a perfect a perfect sample of 90s story, uh, video game storytelling. It's a perfect example of 90s video games mm-hmm. even though it came out like i know like early 2000s whatever yes but you're getting exactly what that is live and your mundane you life in rural japan i mean i like it for what it is because you go around you collect capsule toys your dad's dead but who cares you're not going to get to it because <laughs> you need to get a capsule toy version of the character knights who no one remembers yeah people who say they remember it you can tell they're old at that point I know who who the character is, but I didn't grow up with the Sega Saturn. I know about it from afterwards. Would you say that if you took Yakuza and set it in rural Japan, you would just that would make it Shenmue? Or is there more? Isn't that like half of? Isn't like that half of like Yakuza three? Yeah. Okay. And like the like the beginning of six when he's in Okinawa. Yeah, like the, he's they're on like a small island villages for a little bit, just like at the beginning of a couple of the games. Okay. Well, I guess it's been done. Hello. Oh man, who's that? <laughs> Is, who's ha- who's Same. Was that? I think that Is was that honking at your place, Chum? No, I think that was Ken. Yeah, that was me. But so it's a it's nighttime for me and Timber, and it's like afternoon for Ken. So you'll probably hear some weird sounds and hail, and maybe a chainsaw. Don't be alarmed. Yeah, don't be alarmed. We ha- we're going through a thunderstorm right now, and the possibility of hail in the lovely state of Hawaii. But... It will be hailing chainsaws in Hawaii tonight. Yes, another uh, sounds like another. That's my, uh, that's my indie band's name. Raining chainsaws. My emo indie band's. Name. Raining, hailing chainsaws in Hawaii. It's like Ohio's for lovers, but more depressing. Oh, great! I need, I need to get on that uh, copyright then. <laughs> but speaking of Pokemon, I have been playing Pokemon Masters, and that is the worst gotcha game I've ever played in my life. <laughs> that is the most soulless, devoid of gameplay. Uh, like, there's no gameplay loop. Yeah. It's one of the most soulless, devoid of gameplay, scummy gotcha games i've ever played oh yeah no like they don't give you any currency yeah they like don't. so i know i'm spoiled like I'm, I'm sorry i'm gonna take over for a skosh i know i'm spoiled by playing dragalia lost which is nintendo's best gotcha game i even say it's probably one of the better or best gotcha games out there because of how like kind they are to their players they give out so much free stuff they had their year anniversary for like seven days of it you got free tenfold summons every day and they gave you enough currency to have another 10 like there was so much free stuff and they give you free characters and stuff all the time like they gave up free five star adventures and dragons during that time which are the two main things you need for the game and then mario kart tour wants you to pay five dollars a month to unlock 20 200 cc tracks oh my goodness 
But yeah, go ahead with Pokemon Masters. Yeah, and no, I'll, I'll join in to complain about it. No, it's it's pretty bad. I I'm not gonna argue with you there. I'm coming off the heels of playing Review Starlight Relive, who which is you know Bushiroad is pretty scummy in their gotcha games too. But at least they give you so many different options to get those free rolls. For Pokemon Masters, I had to play one full week of just hardcore playing just to be able to do one ten roll. One ten roll! And if mm-hmm. they have weekly events where, okay, you can only get five-star Gary with the Pidgeot. And this is the only way you could get him from this week to this week. And it literally, it was the last day to like down to three hours or something like that, that I finally got him. But it took me forever to grind for that. I got lucky. It was one of the days that they like were down for maintenance and they gave everyone enough for a 10 um, summon thing or whatever. And I got blue with the Pidgeot. But their thing is like, you don't get enough for it. They, they have like this thing when you summon things. And after so many, you're building up points. I guess, like, every... If you do a 10 summon, you get, like, 10 points out of 100 or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you fill that out, I think you get one free choose a five-star. Which is a... In theory, this is cool. If you are building up points for something, and, like, you know, you could get a chance to get a five-star you want that you haven't gotten yet. That's cool. That's a cool idea for a gotcha game. Problem is, everything runs for a week. You don't get any currency. So you are having to buy buy this currency to do it. Which... I also can't buy the currency because my Nintendo account's locked to Japan, and I'm, I'm not about to get a bunch of yen to buy stuff for Pokemon <laughs> Masters. And every single thing, starting with my first ten character roll, I got three duplicates in that. Oh yeah, no, I have like four crushers. <laughs> and when you get a duplicate, um, like in Drug Alley Lost, when you get a duplicate, you get Elder Water which you can use to upgrade your your adventure. So if you get a duplicate adventure, you get an el- you get elder water. It depends on their rank like 3 4 5 stars, you get more, which is a very useful thing. So while it sucks to not get a character, when you're already getting a bunch of characters, you get those free uh, summons. Like you actually just honestly hope you don't get dragons really. Well, I don't. You get stuff to like build up the characters you have. In this in Pokémon Masters, you get to level up their sync move, which is like their basically their special Z move base thing like whatever. And I have so many shit characters I'm never going to use that are at, like, four out of five sync. And I don't know if after you get five, if they stop giving you dupes. And there's no way... I don't know, because I've never looked into it. And, like, every character I want, I never will get. I wanted... What is it? I think Lyra has a Chikorita. I'm never getting that. Yeah. I I, I tapped out at Lyra. Like, that was the, the second or third event, I believe. And I got Chikorita, I got it all the way to Meganium, and I was like, okay, I'm good. I have all the all the grass Pokemon trainers, because I love grass Pokemon. I have all the grass mm-hmm. Pokemon gym leaders slash trainers that I don't care. Like, I ha- I, got, Gr- I got Brandon also. Does this mean you're in Grookey Gang? I guess. Oh, yeah, the monkey, Yay. yeah. I'll pro- yeah, I'm probably going to get it for the monkey, too. Oh, you haven't picked, you haven't picked your starter yet? Yeah, but I'm probably going to get the monkey, because you know, grass Pokemon. It, I think it has the best looking final evolution. Uh, its second evolution looks like they took Grookey and stretched him out really long. <laughs> so it just looks like a chimpanzee I mean, or something. <laughs> no, it just picture Grookey but with a longer body, mm. like a teenage version of Grookey. Does he have like his hair in the front green. covering his eyes and going through that phase of him in the teenage? No, that's Sobble. That's Sobble's evolution. Well. <laughs> 
I don't know how not spoiler do you want to be in this, but like, it's it's. Mm. You can spoil the I starters. I mean, that's the very beginning of the game. That's one of those things. Like for me, I don't think that Pokemon. I don't want to see like special versions of of Pokemon necessarily. Like if like the final form of like I don't know. Like say like in Sun and Moon, if someone told me the Krosma fused with a character like ahead of time or something, I might not want to know. But like for starters, I want to know what they turn into. I don't know what I'm getting into. For the most part, I don't go into Pokemon games spoiler free because it's impossible. I think the only one I did was maybe. I think I didn't know what was going to happen in Ruby and Sapphire because I just picked it up on a whim. A whim. Well, a whim. The thing is, like, I don't let reviews all too much enforce my fo- my opinion, and if I'm going to buy a game i usually pick a certain date or a trailer mm-hmm. and then i just decide to go dark that's what happened with death stranding i didn't even watch the release date trailer i i did not know nothing going into that game from e3 that was the last I think time that I game too everything honestly with that game too even like keeping up on it it really didn't tell you what you're getting into oh yeah yeah Cause like even like me like seeing about stuff and people telling me and then watching some things I'm like if someone told me this was what it was gonna be I would have told them I don't believe you. <laughs> Cause like it's kind of a walking sim. It's the delivery boy simulator. Yeah. Like like there is some combat I think, but it's very light on the combat. It doesn't. It focuses more on stealth than anything when you have like the combat encounters. As far as I know. Yeah. No. It's more of a look about you kind of game and trying to see the wonder of this ravaged land than more of a a f- combat simulation game. I mean, there are guns and things like that. Like the point where I'm at is I I just got a gun. I'm using air quotes here, gun to disable the other humans that are going ravaged across the land and it's it's interesting. Like you you can't kill anyone in this game too. I got a I got a I got a truck. I believe I tried to run over these people. I wanted to s- test that theory if you can kill them or not. Nor no, can but you really you, die. Yeah, you you just drag their bodies underneath a car, and they're still unconscious. So I've but, I've had many people say that they don't even want to like try playing the game because they're just like it's just Hideo Kojima being way too artsy and I don't want to like support it's, that. It's but full it, force Kojima. Like the it story is, full is force. it's it's all right. I mean, I understand that he wants to make it so different from Metal Gear, but you know, oh my god, it's that that's another whole bag of worms that I'm not going to go into right now. But it is very artsy his Music choices are very artsy fartsy hipster style music. Honestly, I would say it's who's it? Churches is in it or some yeah, shit something, like that? something like that. Uh, I heard that song. I'm just like, oh my god, why? Uh, I don't understand why people like that band. <laughs> so I'm just like, eh, okay. I mean, I can understand like if I was choosing hipster style Japanese music, which I do for the site and stuff like that. Yeah, I think people would be like, oh, why do you listen to this kind of music? Oh, this music isn't really good. But then again, Grey kind of just goes for a full force with all that hokey idol stuff, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. God. So, like, what Temper just said, though, he's like, uh, everyone's saying it's just Kojima being too artsy. 
I agree with that until you said, um, but I don't want to support it. I personally just not interested in it. It's one of those things where it's too artsy for me. And I'm someone who like came into games. Like I came into my, like, I guess my adult phase of video games playing things like killer seven. That which, was great. Does Despite... anyone play killer seven for the gameplay? Nah, you, it's no. more no. for the, 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 the design for it. It's the art style, the the music that meshes with it, and the story. Mm. Like I like I mean, the gameplay, but like one in a nutshell for any of their games. Yep. But like, if you're trying to convince someone, you're like, "Well, how does it play?" I'm like, "You press the A button, and you walk, and it auto walks, and you press a direction to go there, and you go into first person to shoot things that continuously respawn." That does not make it sound interesting. But that's the gameplay, the moment to moment. But like, if you look at it as an adventure game with combat, it's far more interesting that way. I wish Suda still made good stuff. What's the last thing they made, even? Was it so Suda's last game that I can say that came out, he made a couple, he remade Silver Case and then made a sequel to Silver Case, but that's not really high profile for him. Yeah, I think in one of our previous podcasts, we were super excited about, like, a new No More Heroes that was coming out, and then I didn't oh, hear God. anything else about it. It was so, that yeah, indie remember... game one, like the mini game like... one, if I remember correctly. I know everyone gives me shit because I say I don't like anything, but, like, <laughs> I like a lot of stuff. But that game that came out, the Travis Strikes Again or whatever, oh no, I did not like that because it went from being... See, I, No More Heroes is not a perfect game. It's not by any stretch of the imagination even always a fun game. And I think that's that's fine. I like it for the art style, the music. I like it for the story, which is batshit insane, you know, pseudo stuff. And then I had weird gameplay things where, like, one of your side missions was mowing the lawn. And you could do tricks while mowing the lawn. When I say tricks, I mean very simple tricks. Like, you could do poses while mowing the lawn. It's very suit up. Um, Travis Strikes Again is a top-down, simple, like, two-button hack-and-slash game that still even has the, like, you know, the shaking the light, the, the, I almost said lightsaber, shaking the uh, beam katana to, like, recharge it and stuff, but the thing is, the game's not fun at all. And that was, in his lead, and with that was, people had to buy that one for him to make No More Heroes 3, which was announced anyway, the next year, or, like, six months later. That looks fun. Well, I hope that it's, I hope it ends up being better than uh, Travis Strikes, and that that wasn't that that's not the truth, right? Because it's kind of like, I don't know, even if you make something that's technically a cash-in, you'd think that there'd be some effort put into at least making it a fun experience, even if it's like not fulfilling with the advancement of the plot or anything like that. Mm. Like, it's worrying if it doesn't even have those core tenets of just being a fun game made by the same developer. But... What are know. we talking about? Uh, this is all stemming off of Hideo Kojima and Death Stranding. Kojima. We came here from Kojima. <laughs> I'm, I've am i been far more ranty and like off-topic lately in general, so I'm going to need someone to reel me in when it happens. Why no, it's fine, we because in? we get to talk about things unhinged, yeah. and I don't mind that, honestly. Yeah, I'm, I've never been... Well, this... Like, I've never been... So, we... When we when we did these podcasts initially, it was always about like, okay, let's grab the news so that we can talk about something that's relevant. But I'm never the relevant person, like when it really? comes to games. Streaming Clive Barker's Undying. It was is so not relevant. It was so relevant. Okay. <laughs> it was like <laughs> the Dave middle like, of what summer. The fuck is this? It was the middle of summer. <laughs> it wasn't even spoopy month. 
<laughs> and I didn't even finish. I got to the cathedral, and I couldn't, like, find the demon, so I quit. Didn't it get softlocked or something because it's an old game that doesn't run well on new PCs? <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, be surprised. I did try to go back and play, like, a new file because I was trying to, like, pull some footage of It's Jammed. But uh, the... The, the the game literally froze while I was trying to record this. I was like, okay, I'm pushing my luck here. We're going too far back with the time machine of of, of GOG. So. so that's a sign when uh, the game doesn't even want to work properly or be recorded. You're just like, it's a sign that this does not need to be relevant anymore. <laughs> I'm putting this to bed. The minute that I need to use a virtual... When I'm like, okay, guys, this is going to be great. We're going to stream this. I have this Windows 98 virtual machine, Okay. I'm gonna install it on here, and it's gonna it's gonna run really fast because you know the CPU is frame locked, but we can play it. I promise you, we'll we'll stream it. It'll be great. That's where I was with uh, Chaos Island, the uh, Jurassic Park RTS that I really wanted to stream, and I'm at the point where it works. Just it runs like it's designed for a robot to play. I, I forgot that I had action figures behind me, and I started messing with them, and I almost knocked them all over. Oh. I'm glad to see I have your full, undivided attention, Kyle. <laughs> I have I have attention problems, okay? <laughs> I Okay, so you don't know what this is. Ken knows. So I have a, a figure arts of Kamen Rider D-End um, Final Form. And I also have a... Stay a like what is this? A diecast <laughs> gunblade from Final Fantasy VIII. All right. And I decided to put it in DN's hands. Well, it's really heavy, and I think it has ruined the joints. Oh. So I was messing with it, <laughs> trying to get it to stay up because it was already not that great in shape. Because it's a used figure. Did, which did it make it surprisingly? Worse? Yes. <laughs> oh no. And surprisingly for it being a used figure from Japan, it is not covered in someone's bodily fluids, as far as I can tell, because the figure is black and that would show up. Now, will I get black lights for my backdrop to look at my figures? No. Do I want to? Kind of. But I also don't want to know. I don't have anime girl figures, so that should be... So I should be safe. relatively safe. I don't know. I don't know. I think that that's like 50-50 there, at, at least. Probably. So I just, I don't want to know. Yeah, I mean, there's rule 34 of Bastion from Overwatch, so this is a dangerous world. He's like Data. He's fully functional in all ways. Oh, no. I started rewatching that recently. Last week, and I don't know why, I, like, walked out into the living room after, like, waking up, still in my pajamas, and just, like, grabbed cereal and turned on Next Generation it's at, like, so 11 good. <laughs> No, no, this is... I don't know why I did this it, This is though. absolutely fine. I've been slowly watching every episode of that for, like, the last year, just going through it on random nights when I'm like, okay, I'm tired and I want to zone out to something philosophical that'll make me feel like I learned something. Let's watch TNG. I, I like, signed into my Netflix account. I was in, like, season six, and I just, like, went back to season one and started over. Did you remember they had a different security officer in season yes. one? Yes. When they, and then they just... She was so nice. And then they nice. just iced her. I loved her. I mean, it's a shame she got... Uh, spoilers? Uh, but it's... <laughs> spoilers for, for Star Trek The Next Generation. Oh, wait, I will preface this that, like, around yeah. an hour in, we have spoilers for Star Trek The Next Generation. It's like Tanya A Zarr, show that's Toria, 20... Toria Zarr, something like that? Um, Tanya... 
Wait, is... I, uh, okay, I just remember uh, Yar, being like, Yar, 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 Tanya Yar. Tanya Yar. She, she was like the epitome of like the 90s girl, right? Like she was great. She uh, gets it on with Data like three episodes in. I know, and Data's like, you know, he, he's definitely the ladies man of the group, so. He's fully functional fully in all functional ways. Fully functional in all ways. And she just like jumps his circuits. Oh no! I think they literally said that line somewhere in there. Probably. I'm that sure was a weird episode. It's like a Rikerism. He would have been like, "Wow, she really jumped his circuits, wouldn't you say, Captain?" And it's like, "Shut up, Riker." And then, like season two, Beverly leaves her a while, and they replace her with like some lady. And then I think they kill her off too, or something. And then Beverly comes back. Right. It's not, it's not a good time to be a character who did not get in well with the producers or whatever when it came for script script or for contract resigning because <laughs> they're like except for will wheaton they just like killed off everyone <laughs> well that was they had like a strike at some point in there too like a full-on i think so writer's strike so it was like okay I'm trying to think what else happened in that oh and then like Riker, like season one kind of sucks too because Riker doesn't have a beard yet i know like i know what it's like to not have a beard and then to have one and Riker must have felt real naked in that first season when was the last time you didn't have a beard? It's been so long, I don't know what my face would look like if I shaved it off right now. I think I've had facial hair consistently since I was 17, and now I'm 30. Yeah, I I think the last time I didn't have this, I was a sophomore in college, and even when I was a sophomore, I had a goatee. Ew. I know. I eventually Show me, send me a picture of this. No, send no, me a no, picture. no. It's terrible. No, no. I'll, just go, I'll just go find you on Facebook. Okay, do it. We both, I know your name. I know your name too. We're we're there. It's happening. Now let me just tell everyone your name, your address, and your date of birth. <laughs> Would you mind telling them your mother's maiden name and also your social security number? Uh, sure. Look, it's who? Who is the man behind the Timbertaff name? The man behind the Timbertaff name. You're more than just the um the it doesn't matter to Gramps guy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that's almost okay, la- you- that was almost laugh trackable. Like we need to take that clip and have that on our soundboard. I'll just like take that laugh and like combine it with Titus's from Final <laughs> Fantasy X and just have it play. <laughs> oh no! You have the best. You have the best host message to everyone. Like gang up and like uh like weaponized host alerts for yes. in a row. Just host yes. train weaponized. There's a piece of me that has wanted to turn that into a bit alert instead since people seem to really want to use it a lot uh but i don't know i feel no, like that would kill because it because people don't use it after you put things on bit alerts they never touch them again have you done that is this from experience yes oh no what was like, it like, what, what, like okay what was the well, like soundbot soundbot doesn't work anymore for me like it only works with four sounds i already have there so the other ones i put in bits and like people are like where's the thing from the overlay i'm like i had to make it a bit alert so it could still be around there's like oh like oh so it was funny when it was free (laughs) it was funny when it was free okay i see yeah i I had a friend um you guys might have seen him because i rate him every so often his name's homic smash and he had a similar thing happen where uh he used to do these things called uh vocal butchers where he would people would suggest to him like a 
a voice that he would just do and then he had to just inhabit being that character for like a few minutes because he's really into like voice acting so he'd have like a uh a toad voice right and then he'd just do toad um and he used to do this just using his points right like the point systems like the kill bucks or whatever you you have and the timber sticks that exist but don't do anything um you have timber sticks i have timber sticks but they don't get i don't have any use for them they're just something people have (laughs) it's an economy with no actual um like liquidatable uh, assets um but so i'm sorry to tell you though i have dropped dino dollars to my channel really there's no more dino dollars no, they've been replaced by channel points that Twitch has graciously given me access to the beta for, and they're now called fossils. That's and you neat. can use them to do things like have me wear a hat for a skosh. Or, good luck, try and get me to play Resident Evil 2 Remake again, but it's going to cost <laughs> 999,999 channel points, which someone concluded would take them two years to to get that. Okay. With maybe no I'm, way to rack up more. Maybe I'm close. Except for being in chat. Maybe I'm close. <laughs> um, but yeah, he uh, he was he was doing this with his points for a while, and then eventually it was like, well, this is really popular. People love doing this to me, so he moved it to bits, and then it was immediately just like, just it just died with with that transition. Um, yep. It's kind of a shame because you'd think with, especially if you put it at like a low value, just like you know. A, uh, a smidge of bits like a five or something yeah like you'd think people would be willing to at least watch an ad for it but that's the way it yeah, works like i put mine i put mine on there not with the intent of thinking people would do it all the time it was more just like well i don't want to get rid of this thing so i'll just put it somewhere because someone's bound to want to do it but that way it's just like it's there it still gets to exist yeah yeah, it's not like one of those like me rub my hands like please give me bits so you can hear the funny sound that I made. It's just more of like it's like yes, it's either gone or yes. it's here. It's that all according to plan. And then you just see. And the I'm not gonna flying. put everything. In, I'm not gonna put everything to one or two bits. Like some places have like those. I've seen some channels that had like one through a hundred were individual sounds on their own. I'm like that is too many. Like that's I can't even come up with that amount of ideas, and that will just be weaponized against me. I know. Like when I had any amount bit TTS. I respected Okami's sound alerts. She had some really choice alerts for a long time. The only problem is that they she she like cycles them through. So there, I would go into the channel and use one that I knew for a while, and then it's like, sadly, that's no longer here. I'm like, no, it died. Oh, I wonder. I wonder if Desolzmo is still in there. I hope so. I think so. I don't know. I would just keep a million of them. I would just have them like bat log people. Would be it would be there for so long that people would be like, "What does this even mean?" And I'd be like, "The true fans will know." <laughs> so, um, you guys play anything else recently? <laughs> I've been playing Tales of Vesperia. So, how are you doing with that ten-year-old game that you're getting the remaster of a year late? It... Oh no, no, no! You were six months late on that one, am I? Hey, I right? get to enjoy something. I've, I, I was quite late. I, I definitely did not hop on this very timely at all, which I constantly am like in a mental battle of like, I want to see the end of Tales of Vesperia, but also nobody's interested in watching Tales of Vesperia. <laughs> but that's the thing. Everyone will sing the praise of that game, but it's something about the Tales game that I don't know if they're fun to watch. The Tales series in general just has this problem. Um, I, I don't know if maybe it's because it's just uh, because the story, story isn't as compelling and it's just not as in your face as the final fantasy games are 
um, why it's clicking. good. Stop clicking. Sorry. Sorry. I broke my Steam library and I was trying to fix it. <laughs> um, why do you have the clickiest computer stuff? You have the clickiest mouse, the clickiest keys. If it's not clicky, how do I know it's happening? Okay, this is how you know you're alive. Are you going to finish it off stream then? Maybe. Uh, I think it, I might put it up to vote and see how people feel about it. Um, because How far did you get into it? I So I just made it past, uh, let's see, I got to the island, I killed like some weird, not island, but like the, the place across the ocean. There was like a monster I had to kill to get its horns, and then there was a castle, and I, I went in, and then the pirate girl, I met her. Oh, what was the exact last thing that I did? Holy crap, I don't remember. Oh, we got thrown out. We got thrown out of a hotel. That happened. We're like, we're like fugitives or something. But then we got, no, but then we, well, I'm so far behind in my own mental space of where I was in this game. We like made it back to the kingdom. The, the princess is rescued. And then the, the MacGuffin exploded and people were upset about that. Have you found the, have you learned the identity of the dragon rider yet? No, I'm not that far. Okay. Okay. Um, All right. So I still cannot talk to you about anything because I don't know anything about Patty, or what they added <laughs> in the new game. But I know everything from the original release. Patty's fun. I really like Patty as a character, even though she's super strange. Um, it's so weird because her data, her partial data for her is in the original three sixty release, but she's not in there. So, like, when that came out, everyone realized well, after they, like, data-mined it that they were, like, holding out on content. Because that was back when, if you wanted to port a 360 game to PS3 or, you know, anything else to PS3, you had exclusive content. Right. So, basically, what Namco did was they took the Microsoft money, they released an unfinished version of the game on 360, and then released the real version on PS3. And the Japanese fan base was mad. I mean, it's they just... They were really mad. It's so wild to me because she's so... Like, if you look at the cover, she is so prominent on there, too. Like, clearly, it was designed for her to be, like, kind of important. Well, you know the original box art looks different, right? But then they feature it so intensely now that it's there. It's like, hey, look, this thing. Namco did that with a bunch of games. That Eternal Sonata. There's a few other games that, like had this happen where things were just added to the PS3 version that you were, well, after you saw them, they were glaringly missing from the original. Like it was so much extra content. You're like, how did you do this in six months to a year? So you're like, Oh, you just left them out. But long story short, I do want to keep playing the game. It is up to the audience if they want to keep seeing it. Otherwise I can like fill that slot with any number of more, more recent things that I'm falling dreadfully behind on. But you know what's a fun? Re- Are you going to play um, Link's Awakening at all? I don't know. There's a piece of me that just wants to play the original because I don't see enough justification for the HD remake to actually pick that up. Ken, did you play that at all? No, no, no. Unfortunately, not. You're not a super big Zelda person, though, are you? You know, that's my gaming like my one of my gaming sins that I don't finish Zelda games. So, like, I mean, it's all right. Only a few of them are actually good. Um, Only so, the CDI like, ones, really. Oh, yep, man. really just those. If there's no voice acting in the games, they're pretty much crap. Well, excuse me, princess. <laughs> like, I have played the original one up until near the end. Have you played it all before, Timber? Which one? Sorry. The original game at all? 
I played the original. I played the opening of Link's Awakening. I never actually played through it myself because it started on handheld, and I was dreadfully opposed to handheld games, especially during that era. Because for me, I had played the original on 3DS when it came out. Because I've had this Game Boy copy. I'm holding my hands. Can you hear it? Yeah, I, I hear it. that thing. Click clack. So this thing for the past 12 to 15 years has not worked. And it just took me using a Game Shark to erase the game file that was on it for it to work again recently. Oh, that makes but sense. But I have put... Hmm? That makes sense, actually. Because usually the first thing to go on those old Game Boys is the... Um the save ram in the carts mm -hmm. so there's a high probability if you play that and then try to save it won't actually save i think it did save though that's the thing where's my game boy where's my right here's one pause oh we're doing it live oh man he's just gonna open it up and there's no save data and he's gonna be very sad if he played it for a long time that sounds healthy Hey, there's save file there. Oh, yay. Well. There was something where the um the save file can be corrupted on the RAM and just not work anymore, but the game itself is fine. So I cleared it with a game shark that I found, and now it works. All you had and to so do was I, cheat I to up. get there. Basically, I had that to get Pokemon when I was a kid. I don't even know where the game shark came from because I didn't buy it as a kid. You can't get, Someone... the, you can't get the achievements anymore. You just, you just what? lock yourself out of getting those Link's Awakening achievements. Oh yeah, there's that was a thing, wasn't it? It wasn't a thing. It's just But I had played that I had like booted up recently because I got it right before I got my Switch version of it, which I got the Dreamers edition because I like Zelda games. People who think I don't like Zelda, I like Zelda a lot. Every time there's a collector's edition, I get it. Yeah. Um I'm very disappointed in the remake. Because it's I like the art style. I like the I like the fact that it's some, a new version of it, but it's basically the performance is awful. It has frame rate drops out the ass, which someone tried to convince me was the camera's fault. It's not. It's the frame rate of the game. It's been proven. There's memory leak issues with it, so it can't even be patched. So the frame rate's bad. The characters walk as slow as they did in the Game Boy versions. Mm. And every time you transition areas, the frame rate drops significantly. So there's that... Um, it just doesn't feel like anything's different enough. Like, there's some quality of life improvements, but there's not enough to just... Like, I don't... With it existing, I don't understand why it needs to. It's like if they made Wind Waker HD but didn't give you the Super Sail, right? Yes. Yeah. Like, it's basically like, you know how... Like, Twilight Princess HD doesn't really need to exist either. It plays on Wii U. It... You... Like, um, I know it has the motion controls, but, like, the controls are, controllers are compatible with it. Like, they could even just drop, like, the GameCube ROM on, on, Wii, they, on Wii U as a download. Look, did they give me a skip the tutorial button? Because that's the only thing that would improve Twilight Princess for me. Nope. You still have to sit through that tutorial. Five I think it's hours. a little bit better in HD. Because it goes... I think you can skip through the dialogue faster, but it's still... I don't, I don't like Twilight Princess that much. The more I think about it, the more I don't like it. There are, Which I think we had when we had Sky Mom on, we went through all of this. I, I'm sure that yeah, I'm sure that we discussed it at some point. My TLDR is I like Twilight Princess, but only if I could start playing it from like halfway through. Yeah, if you could do it after you um gotten first like gotten past the first beast. Yeah, if I could just segment. if I could just cut out all the damn bug hunting, I would have a much better time with that game. 
but like it's it's kind of like that game where like i know it like it's very different it's not like they just did a new fresh coat of paint but like not enough is different on the switch version that would make me not like make me want to play it over the game boy one because i have like a thing i really like the game boy sound design and like visuals of it i like i can still keep playing pokemon gold now and i would almost rather play it than heart gold even though heart gold is technically better because I like the aesthetics, I like the music, there's something about it that, like, it hits that nostalgia right right where it needs to. I felt the exact same I can, thing. Like, I felt the exact same thing between Gold and Heart Gold. Like, I appreciated like, Heart Gold. It's not that Heart Gold's ex- bad. Yeah, I appreciated it existing, but Gold, it's it's almost 100% nostalgia gotta be, but I don't know. There's Like, I can't, if someone came by and they're like, should I play Heart Gold or Gold? I'd be like, if you really like Pokemon, you know, play Heart Gold, like, play Gold at some point. But just play Heart Gold if you have access to it because, you know, quality of life improvements. There's so many more Pokemon you can get. The Pokewalker, I think, is cool to have. I like the idea of that thing. I had so much fun with that. And But, like, with Link's Awakening, it's just like, I, I don't know. Like, I played it. I have, I'm, like, halfway through it and I just stopped. I just stopped. I don't even care to go back. Like, I have all the, the Zelda Amiibos. I bought the Dreamers edition of Link's Awakening. I bought the collector's edition of it in japan it wasn't the master's one of like breath of the wild i like zelda a lot i had no i have no intent of going back to link's awakening to finish it and as someone who is currently like you know i full-time stream i don't have any other job i spent money on that and i don't care to go back to it that's how underwhelmed i am Mm. I, i will preface for myself by saying that I frequently buy things that I end up never playing because Steam, but I do feel like there is a qualifier that if it's a Nintendo game, there is a high probability that I will play it and beat it at some point. Something about Nintendo yeah. games just makes them uh, less less wallet fodder, I guess. Um, if it's a first or second party Nintendo game and I look at it like two years after I bought it, I'm like, you know what, I'll finally go through that. Like, I just picked up Luigi's Mansion off my GameCube and been trying to finish that there's there's something about the game and i that we're never going to fin i'm never going to finish it i've just come to accept that but like i'll finish nintendo games that are first or second but like i have like final fantasy 10 10 2 and 12 on switch i don't know when i'm going back to those i looked at my steam library i don't know i'm gonna touch half of those games i played five of them today on steam just to get through them because they were short it's it's really it's kind of interesting because i think i think we might have discussed this at some point but um my ratio of actually completing the things I own is quite abysmal. Uh, like, I love Final Fantasy X. It's one of my top ten favorite RPGs that I've ever played. I love it. I beat Mount Gagazette, and that's as far as I ever got. I never finished Final Fantasy X, even though I love it to death. Have you finished it ever before? I have not finished it ever before. Ah. Uh. Um, that was as far as I ever got. Final Fantasy XII was a similar thing, where I was like, I kind of enjoyed that game, then I got to a boss, got super, super aggravated at it, quit, never touched it again until I streamed it last year. Um, or two years ago. Was it two years ago? What did I mean? Yeah, yeah two, uh, two years ago. So. Yeah. Two, two years ago, I fought Carrot. <laughs> that was a crowning <laughs> achievement. No, 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 no. Like, a year ago, you fought Carrot. <laughs> you kept saying you were starting, like, two years ago. Yes, but the fact is, I was nowhere near Carrot when I was younger. If I hadn't streamed Final Fantasy XII, I don't know if I ever would have beaten Final Fantasy XII. And it's not. Didn't the day you beat Carrot, like most of us weren't there because it was like a weird off-stream time or something like that? I think so. 
I yeah. definitely remember. Like, I think like, I missed it. I think, You're like, we beat Carrot. Yeah. Like, oh shit, I missed it. I think Barry <laughs> saw it. Barry, Barry was the, the true fan who was there. He saw Carrot die. <laughs> he can attest to this. Oh, I have good, a witness. Good job, Dad. <laughs> yeah. Good job, Dad. I'm going to go back to university and, and bury myself under books. Haha, uh-huh, bury himself. Yeah. You, you know you say his name wrong, right? Uh, no. It's definitely Barry. It's, it's Barakin. I'm not going but to like call it has the Barkin. double R, I'm so not like calling him Barakin. Oh, you call him Barry. I call him Barry because I'm just I don't know. He can, he needs to go to bed. Barry, if you're listening to this, go to bed. <laughs> I have a command. If you just do exclamation point B A R R I Barry in chat, it says Barry, go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And yeah, okay. So we already we already said no one's played Pokemon except for me. I was actually going to mention. Uh, speaking of Pokemon. I find it amusing that we've somehow all played Pokemon and none of us are playing the same Pokemon game. Like, somehow. I personally just finished Let's Go Eevee, like, two weeks ago. Okay. I sold it and rebought it so I could get the Melton box and I finished boy, boy, it. Boy, boy, boy. Oh, boy. Did you... That bo- game did, sucks. Did you also, bo- boy, uh, Ongaku? No, I had Pikachu. Why don't you just call him Ken? Pikachu. Why do you keep calling him Ongaku? He's not... That's the name of his podcast. <laughs> I don't know, okay? I don't know. I thought we're on a first-name basis here, Kyo. Are we? <laughs> <laughs> yes, because my, my last name is Cam, but the first name is Ongaku. <laughs> okay. Well, Ken, have you? Have you I won? You, <laughs> you said you Pika, you said you Pikachu. So what? What did you think? What did you think of Let's Go Pikachu? Being the only one who has that one, it's it's that's all right. Did you finish it? No, I got I got to Erica and I was like, okay, I'm done. That's where I stopped. I think originally, and then I just went back because I wanted to get to the Go Park so I could transfer stuff in Pokemon Let's Go. Yeah, and then I got that Pokemon hype. Yeah, for the new one, mm. and then I just finished it. Although, okay, that game has the weakest Elite Four ever. Really? Like, in Gold and Silver, you have the weak Elite, the weak elite Four when you finish the Johto side. Then you beat the Contra side, and you come back, and they're much harder. This one is just like, I steamrolled them under-leveled. Mm. And then, now I need to somehow get to level 70 or something to fight Mewtwo. Because you have to beat Mewtwo first, and then you can attempt to catch it. Even though you're just gonna throw your master ball at it, you're just gonna throw that ball. You have to. It's the same thing. Um, you have to actually do that with Snorlax. Um, Timber, I'm just gonna ruin this for you. You have to fight the Snorlax and then catch them. Oh. Hmm. Basically, it works. They work like the that raid like raids. What a sentence. They work like raids do in Pokemon Go, where you have to beat the 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 Pokemon first and then you can attempt to catch it. Okay. And there's a time limit. Alright. I'm still trying to figure out why I find Let's Go Eevee so incredibly difficult when everyone is complained about the ease of that game. Clearly there is some learning curve to it because I'm like severely underleveled post Cerulean City unless I've like incidentally just not done the grinding I was supposed to do, which I think is probably what happened. So sometimes the gym leaders are the things that are the only thing that are difficult in the game. Yep. And like I said before, just shake both Joy-Cons, have two characters out, and just go to town on them. Just double-team them. How can you double-team in, like, so, a non-double-team setting? You just shake it in, and a support trainer comes out of nowhere to help you. Are you... And it, your next Pokemon in line is a double battle. It's 2v1. 
You're not trolling me, are you? This sounds like a troll. No, that's that's I did that. Like, no, from, no, no. Yeah, he's, from like he's Erica forward, I did that because I just wanted to get through the game faster. <laughs> okay, I, I'll uh, I'll have to try that next time because I was just sitting there like, man, this is taking a while, and also I'm grinding, and also all of these Pokemon trainers are really hard. Thanks, Misty, for ruining my my uh, confidence in my team. Also, Pikachu's stuck at level 18 for like 20 years. I'm like, Jesus, Pikachu, just level up, dude. You have Thunder it Wave. It doesn't help. It doesn't help that like in the original games, the way that you would balance out like getting somewhere or you know leveling up is you would fight like you know a wild Pokemon, but you have to sit there and keep catching wild Pokemon, which is boring. Yeah, catch the Pokemon, yep. and if you really want to get the experience, you're going to get streaks. So you have to catch the same Pokemon multiple times. It's not you don't even get to see a different a different model making a different noise at you. Like if it's not exactly the same exact thing over and over and over again, you're penalized almost for that. The thing I don't understand with that is, like, if I fight an Oddish and then I fight a Gloom, that should still count towards the streak. It's the same line. <laughs> Look, But it doesn't, because it's individual. Listen, a spoiled blueberry's not the same. Uh, the game, it's just... Let's go, let's go Pikachu and Eevee is way too cynical. And this is coming from me. It's too cynical of a cash grab, because I don't know who that game's for. If an, uh, someone who liked red and blue and yellow played it, they might be like, this is too easy and too like too much like Pokemon Go for me to enjoy. If someone who plays Pokemon Go plays it, trying to like get them over, they might say it's too complicated. Cause like, and also the controls for catching Pokemon suck. And then if it's someone who likes the main series and kept up with it, it's way too simple because everything's been simplified down. So someone's going to not like it because it feels like a mobile game. The mobile game user is going to find it too complicated. And the like the veteran players are going to find it too simplified and like toned down. And that's where I am. I'm in that last group. So the, it's a game for no audience. And it's like, and some like people are like, it's for kids. Kids play more complicated games all the time. Yeah. Like you, this watered down version of Pokemon is not going to get them into Pokemon as much as you think it is. Listen, children, I played Mist and Riven when I was like six years old. And those, I know kids have like those are like not even interpretable by children. Like some of the concepts are way too high level. And those were things you had like get a guide or like talk to someone who also figured it out yeah. to figure out what to do in hey, those Dad. games. That was not something. <laughs> Can you do base factor in a, in a in a what was it six like base six numbering system, please? No, base twelve. It was base twelve. And Mist is one of those things, too, where you're, like, carrying around this, like, cup. And you're like, what do I do with this cup? You're like, oh, you attach it to the crank, so it's a handle, and then you can turn the crank. Like, I would have never thought to do that. <laughs> I would have never thought to do that. Oh, I watched someone play a LucasArts um, Indiana Jones game. They had, I think, a chicken? Chicken carcass? And then, like, I don't know, some other kind of meat. Something oh, yeah, like yeah. that. They just they just had to know that they had to put like the carcass and meat together to get the scorpions to leave them alone and attract them somewhere else. They just had to know that worked. <laughs> oh. It was the most obtuse ass thing I've ever seen. Like, how are you supposed to know? It would keep children busy for hours. <laughs> you know, it was it was probably the perfect marketing game. It would be, hey parents, do you have an annoying child and you want to shut them up? Give them a LucasArts game. They're never gonna find the answer. And you'll have peace and quiet until they start asking you, like, what logical, what's the logical flow for this puzzle? Please, Dad, I'm begging you. 
Um, anyway, um, like Pokemon. Um, so are you gonna get Sword or Shield when you get it, Timber? Shield. I've had a lot of people tell shield. me Sword is what they have, so I should get Shield. I will give you a egg. A egg. A egg. You will have a egg, and you will name it Far Hecht. And then when it evolves, you will name it Sir Hecht. Ooh. <laughs> Does it have a third evolution, I... so I can like call it Sir Sir Hector? No, no. So I have named my surf surfetched surfect, and I'm really enjoying that. And it's stupid. Surfect and surhect together at last. We'll have to have an epic so duel between them at some point. I'll win, but yeah, yeah, we will. Oh yeah. And can yeah. you haven't started yet? But did you get sword or shield? I got both. I got the two back. Play shield. Okay. And I'll I will give you a egg. I'll play shield. And I want a Corsola. Alchemy Fox is also getting sword. So I have a lot okay. I have a lot of egg donors, I think. I'll be the universal like recipient. Alright, do you guys have your own switches now? Or is she still using she yours? She got she got her own switch as of a week ago. She surprised me by being like, Hey, so how do you feel about the Switch Lite? And I was like, The Switch Lite, that sounds I mean, I guess if you don't already have a Switch, maybe you'll like it. And she's like, Well, I have one. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. This wasn't, <laughs> you weren't asking for my opinion. Got it. <laughs> this she was doesn't a... live up near you yet, does she? No, she'll be moving up probably uh, in like five months or so, once the winter ends. Okay, gotcha. I didn't know if she had moved back or not. And uh, what yeah. part of the hand? Uh, the, 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 the thumb the, meat the part. The wrist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, you, you kind of have a good, kind of the meaty thumb part. Meaty thumb, thumb, wrist. I hate your state. <laughs> I hate your state and everyone in it. Hey, do you oh, okay. remember? How do, do you how remember do define... the the state motto uh, for uh, pure for Michigan? Pure Michigan. <laughs> Why? Because it's all. Listen, almost all of the entire planet's like fresh water exists in our lakes. We have a monopoly on water. Okay. Michigan sucks. <laughs> well, I'm just going to shut off the water to Missouri then. That's that's it. That's final. Do it. Do it now. <laughs> do it right now. No. I'm I'm calling you out. Do it. Okay. You'll you'll, you'll the drought's coming. Mhm. So, uh <laughs> Does anyone else have anything new or should we move on to questions? We're about an hour and <laughs> Do an we hour have questions? An hour 15. <laughs> Yeah, we do actually. Oh wow! So I'm very surprised. those of you <laughs> from over those of you who are new to this, who just randomly found this, that are not part of my channel or Discord at all. If you go into my Discord, you're able to ask me questions at any time, and I have just decided to tell people if they post real questions that I will read them, and that we can answer them. So let me go to it goes under my Discord under under the Ask Kyo stuff section. Are we pulling back Let's an click entire in. year of questions here? No, no, no. <laughs> so some of these are not specific yet because some were just asked today like around noon. No, one was at midnight today. I don't know why it was posted. That was at midnight 32. I'm just going to answer it so I can tell my answer in here from Black Shotgun. Are you going to play Coma 2 when it's a thing? Yes, I wanted to play it the other day. And it's episodic, or it's episodic kind of, like, it's early access and it's going to be finished by January. So, there's three episodes, three chapters out now, three coming out at the end of the month, and three in the middle of December. 
and I haven't finished the first game again yet, so I might just wait for them to finish it because I feel like that's a game I want in a full finished product then to review as it goes on because I'm not going to do three here, three here, the ending, and then play through it again to see what they polish after. So I'll probably do it when it's over or if once they're like, this is what it's going to be, we're just going to add stuff to it now. So that's the answer on that. Let's see. Other ones. Uh, this is for everyone. This is from my moderator, Chiriku, also yeah. known by many different mispronunciations. The question is, what color toad are you? Furfrel. Purple. Yellow. Furfrel, yes. Yellow. Farfel? Furfrel. That's what I was saying. I was like, what is a farfel? Furfrel. Furfrel. All right. Well, that's <laughs> simple. Yeah, you know. So there you go. I... Yeah. Yellow because of my my shiny disposition. Purple because I love purple. And if you saw my costume that I went for Luna's wedding, that lovely thing, you would know why. He wore what looked like a gimp mask that was purple, <laughs> a wig that was purple. And then a tutu that was purple because the um, spandex pants he was wearing did not leave anything to the imagination. No, it did not. <laughs> God. And I pick purple because I like purple. Yeah. If you look at my, my logo, it's purple, pink, and blue because dinosaurs. I mean, if I was going for favorite First colors, thing. it'd probably be like blue or purple. But I don't know. The yellow the yellow toad just seems right, you know? It's like a correct Also, toad. listen to Timber picking an established toad. Not even anything unique. He's just like I'm one of the three toads they still keep using. Yeah. One of the three, one of the three code toads from Luigi's Mansion. One of the or, three primary no, two... colors, baby. Oh yeah, there were three toads in Luigi's Mansion because there's five. Yeah, which I didn't even chance to talk about that. Luigi's Mansion Three is fucking awesome. <laughs> that is probably my game of the year, probably. Trying to think once I play other games to remember what came out this year because obviously Resident Evil Two Remake has been shat out the door. We're not talking about that. I thought today. you enjoyed Resident Evil Two Remake. We're not. We're not talking. I know. I hate that game. What? It sucks. I saw you play it. You were having fun. I did. You like? And then the more you play it, the more you realize nothing's different about it. There are four campaigns in it, and they're all the same. They just okay. So Leon one and Claire one, the first runs, they're the same thing with slight differences, but more or less you're going through the game the same way. And then they give them both second runs, where you just start at a different point, and then you basically do the same thing again in the same order with slight changes, but they both fight the same bosses in the same order. Yeah, but I mean, and then it's the not second runs just have one extra boss. You're not meant to play both, though, right? I mean, there's no compelling. You are to... hmm. in in at least in the classic one. I'm without trying to get too much comparisons in it. You would play Claire A, Leon B, Leon A, Claire B, and their stories would like. They would fight different bosses, they had different interactions, they would overlap, and like, one of those playthroughs is considered the canon one, with like, stuff from the other ones being filtered in as like, this also happened. The remake does have, doesn't have any of it, and then I 100% blame Twitch for just running that game into the ground, because everyone's tired of all the other Resident Evil games at this point. What about Mr. X gonna give it to you? Well, once you realize that he's not really a threat and he's more of an annoyance, it just, he's... It's it's you get tired of him because you're just like okay he's out there let me just stand here in the doorway that he can see me in but can't actually touch me until he walks away. Uh, 
I don't. I, I need to not do this every single day. This is every single day I complain about this game. All right. Next question from Black Shotgun. What game do you regret buying? Resident Evil 2 Remake and Legend of Zelda Awakening for uh, Link's Awakening for Switch. Because that game just... I don't know, I'm never going to finish it. It's a waste of money. Like this year? Dynasty Warriors yeah, 9. I, I, I'm just, I'm just going to say this year just to make it simple. Dynasty okay. Warriors 9. Because I have a stack of games from year, from the past few decades. I've actually been to like, uh, very selective with my purchases this year. Ah, uh, what the heck did I buy that I regretted? I generally don't play a thing I don't like, so if I play it for like five minutes and I'm like, nope, then I generally don't even remember that it happened. Um, if it's on Steam, you probably refund it anyway, too, don't you? Probably. Um, if you even would do that. If I'd even refund it. Like, re- if, you, if you even like buy something on Steam to the point that it's so expensive that you would just refund it. There was a game I like bought like a while ago. I guess it's not technically this year, but it was... It was called, like, Deep in the Dungeon or something. It was during a period where I was just really into, like, achievement hunting. And I picked this up because it apparently had easy achievements. Played, like, a fraction of it. And it was so monumentally bad. It was like a callback to, like, a 90s DOS game, right? And maybe I just wouldn't have liked that DOS game. And that was the problem, is that I just didn't have the nostalgia there. But when I played, I was just like, oh, my God. People paid money for this. And I paid money for this. I didn't pay money for this. I'm 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 reneging this. I actually refunded that one. Um, but other than that, I think this year I bought. I wanted to buy three houses. I still haven't bought three houses. I bought Spyro, and that was a good call. I actually really enjoy Spyro. It's one of the few games I'm playing off stream. Let's go, Eevee. I bought this year, and that would have been my answer because I didn't play it until a week ago. But in playing it, like it's it's not bad enough for me to say that I regretted buying it. I still like the game sucks, but if you're really desperate for new Pokemon game to play, it's serviceable if you just want to like run through something. Mm. Right. So I, don't uh, know. During... I, I have I have no regrets. If there if it was during the eight months that we didn't do anything, they're alive six. Yep. Yeah, I've heard that's been pretty scummy, because isn't it just five with like it's just five. Yeah, it's just five. the The updated system and everything it looks good. It is actually really good. It's a really refined game, but the fact that there is a free to play version, which is basically we're gonna switch out the characters every couple weeks to a month, is kind of bad. And then of course, it's the DLC. Yeah, the DLC, the costume DLC is is pretty really really bad. <laughs> But I do like fighting games. I love They're Alive. It's probably one of my guilty pleasure for a fighting game there. But, yeah, 6 was... I I don't regret it for the gameplay. I regret it for everything the game stands for after that. Okay, I'm actually... So I pulled up my purchase history on Steam so that I can recall which of these things I actually regret purchasing. Um, so looking at it for the year of 2019 i wow i bought a lot of crap uh i bought (laughs) okay i bought something okay i bought something and i feel bad because this is made by like a super super like nothing indie developer but there was this game called clarence saga tactics uh and this is a pc like like this is what you get 
when you've never played or have always played Fire Emblem games, but do not have a system to play it on. So you're like, I can't play Fire Emblem on PC. What do I do? Clarence Saga Tactics. It's literally Fire Emblem made by somebody who really liked Fire Emblem. And it's made using a special kind of RPG maker that is designed specifically for making tactical RPGs. Um, so this is off to a, res like a, a really good start um, in terms of like how functional the design would be. Um, it had branching paths. It had a fairly generic story. And there was like definitely a moment where I killed a character and the big reveal was that they were pregnant with my child. And I was like, oh no, and now I'm the Dark Lord or something to that effect. Um, I don't know. It was a ride maybe I regret purchasing that one, but then again, it was 99 cents, so can you really regret 99 cents? Sometimes, but I mean, as long as you didn't make you sick and you have to go get, like, antibiotics for it. I yeah, guess I was okay. I was okay. I came out of it mostly intact. I bought Company of Heroes 2. Right. That might have been a mistake. I bought that yesterday. <laughs> yeah it might be. let me know how that turns out but i think that's a good good for the for the regrets on there we have a few more questions to get through um peter and bari both have questions that are pertaining to pokemon sword and shield i will wait until the next one to answer these because it's our thoughts about it and then our favorite eight gen eight uh, pokemon so i feel like i'd rather to us all talk about that next time for sure because I can give mine, but, like, that's boring. Because, like, I can tell you it's Surfetch, but it might change after I finish the game because I haven't encountered all the Pokemon yet. Right. Surfetch is um, really monkey good. right like, now. So, uh... <laughs> I want the rabbit. I, for I forgot the name of it, but... Score Bunny. Score Bunny. Okay. <laughs> I just want to answer this last couple questions. No, yo, we have to have a um, discussion here. Another one, another one from one of my other moderators, uh, Alabama Tofu, Ooh. who currently has a very profane name in my my Discord. <laughs> tomato or vinegar based barbecue sauce? Vinegar. I want to say tomato because like I don't really like vinegar, but if it's gonna be authentic barbecue sauce, it's gonna have vinegar base. Tomato. I I wouldn't know what is authentic barbecue sauce. Barbecue sauce needs to have vinegar in it to give it that like. That like zing mm. is that the right thing mm. for it? It's got like vinegar is usually like the stronger of them. I just would prefer tomato, but even then, that just makes a ketchup. It that that was another thing that I I forgot to have done when I came to visit you guys was to have barbecue barbecue because I don't. Yeah, know, I have to come back. We don't. We don't. Well, we have barbecue, but the style of barbecue is just like. You like the Asian style barbecue? Yeah, it's like Asian style barbecue. It's not like we're gonna have like a good old barbecue sauce fest and stuff like that. I'll send you some sweet baby rays. Oh, I did pick up some sauce, but sauce, sauce, but nothing out of the ordinary. It's vinegar or root beer for me. Two winners. <laughs> root beer? There's a root beer sauce. You've never had. There's a Dr Pepper based yeah. one too. Dr Pepper root. There's beer. Dr Pepper Coke. Sprite and root beer. They're actually not bad from what I've heard. I heard the Dr Pepper one's actually pretty good. Yeah, I've actually made one before. Like it is, it tastes like a sweet barbecue sauce. That's how you make it sweet. I don't know why they went with soda and not just literally adding sugar to the base, but you know. Because like, if it's just sugar, you can tell when it's like too sweet and with just sugar or something. But like the, I guess the soda has all the other flavors with it. So it's like adding like a Bud Light to like 
cooking something. Like Bud Light tastes like ass, but like you get the beer flavor from it. <laughs> Extract. I mean, the Bud beer. Light sucks. It is. It's a bad. It's a bad beer. It's piss water. No, that's a different beer. That that's PBR. <laughs> Although honestly, if you just want to get drunk and you want to be cheap, go buy like a twenty-four case of like bottles of or bottles or even cans of PBR for like five dollars and just get like shitty drunk on that. I think Corona's as basic as I get with the the beers that I'm willing to consume wide. It is kind of like that basic one where you can be like, I don't want to drink Bud Light, but I don't want to get anything too heavy and good. And Corona still has like a little bit of class to it, I guess, yeah. compared to the other like shitty I can, beers. I can put the lime in it, and yeah, I can sit there wearing my like white suit and time, be like, "Yes, yeah, pass me the Corona." Right, do we have any other questions here? Um, we have about three left, but I don't know how far. We, I think we've kind of answered some of these. Uh, the next one is, "What am I going to propose to girlfriend?" Heck you, I'm not answering that, mom. But that was by Alabama Tofu. He also asked, what do you think of the blind meme hate for experimental projects like Death Stranding? What makes one fresh game like that different from another experimental game, which is objectively bad like Deadly Premonition, which has a cult following? Um, I get, he's like, I'm thinking more of the bandwagony meme hate towards it. That seems to be coming from who made it more than, oh, like, so people like... Yeah, they, they, they probably are attacking more so the creator in the project itself sometimes like i don't have a problem with its existence yeah. it's not for me one of the big things for me is i don't like seeing the faces of famous big celebrities in video games i don't like it do i think they can't be voice actors or something no but i don't like them being the models of it and death training for me it shows like it's the most egregious use of look at my famous friends the video game I personally don't. Like it's, I don't think it was as egregious as in Call of Duty when they just straight up had uh, Kevin Spacey as like the villain. See that I find really weird too. I didn't like that, but like I could kind of get it because like he's basically playing his House of Cards character. I'm like I don't like it, but then again, I really don't look at Call of Duty for anything narratively interesting or anything like that. So when it comes to a game that's supposed to be narratively like like the heavy narrative or heavy narrative. And, like, come from someone like Kojima, I kind of expect a little bit more out of it. And he seems to be mostly hoping the game's going to carry on, one, his name, and two, the names of all of his friends. I I, the names I, and faces of all his friends. I think I, kind of, I think I definitely agree. And I, th- I also think this is a product of just internet culture in general, is that everything is so algorithm-based. The, de- the decisions that are made by creative people in general is based on, will someone search this that... Um, that's something that people feel the need to resort to. But I definitely agree. Like it is, it is stripping a bit of the creativity out of the development when it's like, Hey, what do we design our character to look like? God, just make it look like, uh, that person right there instead of like, I mean, we would not have had, I guess to an extent we would have still had snake because that was just based off of, um, what was the title of that movie? Um, uh, escape from from LA LA or New York. One of, I think they're both escape from New York. So technically it was just based off that and he was just trying to recreate the character in a game. But like it wasn't like this is like in this one it's like this is Norman Reedus but he's actually called Sam. I'm like but it's Norman Reedus. Right. You, it's Darl. You know what's really weird is so in the safe houses you can go use the restroom and the mm-hmm. the restroom has ads that play to the glass of the player while Sam is taking the dukes or whatever 
And one of the ads is for the current AMC Walk Riding Dead show that Norman oh, no. Reedus's host. And it's just like, so does Walking Dead exist in this world? Does people com- consider Sam looking like Norman Reedus? Is Norman Reedus in this world? There's a lot of questions that, <laughs> that was just like, okay, kind of thing. I feel like just... like that goes past Easter egg. Like yeah. how you can find like certain things from other Sony properties in the game. That's an Easter egg, but that just seems like this is just like blatant that was, product that, placement. Yeah, I mean, to to be perfectly honest, I don't usually keep up with actor names. So when we were saying Norman Reedus and I saw the actor, in my mind, I didn't like piece it together. When you said Walking Dead, I went, oh my god, he was in that and I know what character and now it's ruined for me forever. <laughs> like, yeah. now I see it. For me, like, I have problems with voice actors being reused because... So a while back, there was that whole thing with performance matters. Like, it matters who does the voices, who is which character. Like, their performance matters and should be, like, you know, acknowledged for that. And for me, like, it does matter for me. Like, I want the voice actors to be consistent. I want them to have people who are good. You know, like, I want them to be credited. But for me, I can't, like, break away certain certain voice actors from certain characters. And, like, if I keep hearing Troy Baker as playing every single character, after a while just based on how he is, because he's a dick, he's just playing Troy Baker. He's just Troy Baker with a new skin, and I can't stand that. And then, like, instead of getting new voice actors, now they're just pulling in actual actors into video games, and, like, as a medium, like, the whole... That whole thing is just, like, regressing. Because it went from... We had, you know, famous people, like, they'd they'd pull movie actors in to do voices before. They're like, okay, now we have voice actors, now it's going back to Hollywood shit, and it's just ruining things for me personally. Unfortunately, I don't know, I don't have a, I don't have a solution. I know the problem, and I hate saying the internet, but it's the internet, like, the more... Oh, it's the internet. The more algorithmically bound we are, the more things that are popular need to exist for thing other things to be popular that is why we are stuck in sequel cycles that is why we are stuck in high profile actors getting literally everything like mm. it all stems from is it searchable which is sad it makes me sad i want new ips i want new things and unfortunately as much as i love the indie scene they don't have much in the way of budget to do some of the things there's really not there's really not much difference like with the indies and like curtain triple a's anyway like how many indie developers are actually still an indie developer like can you still sit there and say yacht club is the small indie developer that you know they're relatively unknown unknown and don't know anything no they're fucking characters in every single game that comes out now i mean like indie doesn't indie now just doesn't seem to have any meaning anymore it as a as a category no um but as a title you can assign to people that are actually indie, um, it makes sense. It's just if you're like combing through Steam and being like, hey, this is a famous quote-unquote indie studio, it started indie, then it grew. That's the hope with every indie company is that it grows and becomes something more like a B category, right? It's not AAA, it's like a B tier, It's like it's got a smaller team with a smaller budget, but it's still like higher than just straight indie. Like, I wouldn't even consider Toby Fox... I'd say he's an independent creator, but I wouldn't say he's indie anymore. He's way too successful to still be considered indie, I think. I mean, he has a... He has a, he has a character in Song and Smash Brothers, and he has a song that he made for Pokemon Sword and Shield, and he has music for another Game Freak game this year. I, don't, I think I would still assign him indie. 
There's no he is like know. indie literally means being an independent developer. If he's working more but like, or less on his it own. It does and it doesn't though. Like indie music doesn't mean anymore that it's an independent um independent label or independent band. Like now it's just a style. Yep. Yep, I can attribute to that all too well. Indie just means a style at this point. It doesn't mean they're actually it doesn't actually mean you're independent. I'd rather say this is an independent developer than they are an indie developer. Yeah, I mean, I would rather assign it with this is an unknown blank, right? Like, yeah. for me, Hollow Knight is an amazing game that somehow got made by Team Cherry, who, as far as I'm aware, made literally nothing else but Hollow Knight. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, to come out of nowhere with that is quite a feat. And that's that's what makes it impressive. That's what makes it meaningful, is you came with a bang. You came out of nowhere, I didn't know who you were, and you impressed me enough that it didn't matter that I didn't know who you were. I just realized I don't think we answered his question at all. <laughs> we just went on you know about how we'll, this... we'll 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 come back to that one next week. I will flag that with another a different um uh different priority question. What was the question? Uh, <laughs> was something about Death Like we'll we'll go back to it yeah, next yeah, time yeah, after yeah. I can. T- go th- I'll flag him with a different um reaction. Currently, they have just my um can't wake up or wake me up, and I'll put the can't wake up on them if they have been uh answered and i'll leave them without the can- the wake me up no it'll say wake me up if we if they haven't been done yet it will say can't wake up if they have been done i have i have several different shook of votes and there are two that are the I same one it. has one's just black and white one has black and white with with crazy so eyes. there's your teaser on your answer for next episode oh, <laughs> <laughs> they'll just say he'll go going forward <laughs> so well they won't know that till after they finish this episode this is at the end yeah timber Okay, we have one more question I'll answer before we, we um, finish. This is from my personal friend and channel artist, Mako. And feel free, anyone, to answer this. Um, how come I can hear screams when I sleep at night? Okay, so am I am I the the eye here, or are they like... No, she is the eye. She is the eye. Well, that about wraps it up for Podosaurus. <laughs> thank you so much for thank you so much for listening to this season two, episode one. Um, if I can somehow find all the old episodes, I'll try and upload them. I have um, one periodically. <laughs> you have the the Ongaku to you one, right? Yeah, I have the Ongaku to you one. I think I have them on my old computer, or they are on uh, a US somewhere i'll look for them they might exist if they do i'll put them up if not this was the first episode of season two just consider this the revival and like the okay so this is like the full metal alchemist brotherhood to full metal alchemist this is the the correct version this one follows the manga um so you know if you've already read it before you'll know what to go up you know how to keep up but we're gonna try and do these every like two every two weeks every like twice a month i think is what we settled on right yeah we might do like a deep dive episode here and there. I think after we go through Pokemon, um, all of us, I think it'd be cool to have a Pokemon themed episode to like just, you know, give our thoughts on it. Because like I'll probably be done with it like at the end of the weekend. You guys like like more so over time. We can do this, you know, beginning of the year or something. We'll figure it out. This doesn't count as the Pokemon point. episode, right? This does not count as the Pokemon <laughs> episode because you guys haven't played it yet. Boy, 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 boy. Yeah. This is the Let's Go episode. Sounds so. Good. But thank you again so much for hanging out. 
so much for listening and timber taft yes where can people find your shit <laughs> oh my gosh we are now an adult content stream uh i, am... I said the f word so many times already i also said the d word so we're we're, we're off to say what, what was the d word what is the d word Cal? tell me dicks mm. so <laughs> we have where can people find you timber taft? yes if you want to watch me and my antics you can see me on the timber taft twitch channel twitch.tv slash timber where i stream on mondays wednesdays and saturdays starting at 9 p.m eastern if you would like to see me do things that are not liter- literally just playing a game you can watch me on youtube youtube.com slash timber where i make top tens song covers uh and a bunch of other stuff. Right now, the big things are, of course, the uh, if you were really interested in Koroks, I made a video where I talk about how evil those Koroks are, so you should probably check that one out. And I'm also doing a brand new series, new concept. I don't think I've ever seen anybody really do something like it before called uh, uh, Bloodstained Abridged. So if you want to see more things about Bloodstained, I would highly recommend you giving that a chance. Uh, and yeah. What about uh, Ken? So, yes, I am a host of a Japanese music industry podcast called Ongaku to You. You can look that up and all the lovely things on Twitter and Instagram and SoundCloud, where all the podcast services are hold. If you want to know about the lovely new things in the Japanese music industry, you can look up there. You can find me on Twitter at OTYKen1, where I just talk about Bang Dream and Seiyus and Final Fantasy fourteen and occasionally other antics and where can we find you kyo well my name is lou but i go by kyoryu hunter on everything spelled the same way as this here channel and such you can find me every weekday monday through friday that is starting at 7 a.m central standard time on twitch.tv slash kyoryu hunter i play a variety of games such as horror games and retro games i've expanded past that don't worry we're just it's not as much Resident Evil and Silent Hills as you speak because I'm kind of burned out on them. But I'm trying to bring the freshest content to you every morning while I am half asleep. So please feel free to check me out over there. And also YouTube.com forward slash Kyoto Hunter, which we finally got that. Finally got that uh, custom URL. It's so nice. Yay. So nice. You're welcome. Or this, podca- <laughs> this podcast that you're listening to might be on there or it might be on my Twitch page. I don't know. Let me know in the comments below. And um, I also have put inconsistent content on there. Usually I will try and find anything that was interesting from my channel that was a new blind play and put it up. I recommend watching my Song of Horror playthrough that was a uh, very surprisingly good Eldritch adventure style horror game that was split up into two episodes so far. There's three more on the way. Um, it was I was thought was fantastic. I even recommend Timber you try that as well. I think you would like it. I'm sorry, what was it? And aside, it's called Song of Horror. Hmm recommended by if not just go watch my uh go watch my first episode and see if you like it and if you like it then stop watching it and go play the game but aside from that you can find me on twitter.com forward slash kokusai i will spell it for you in the links below and that's where i just ramble and complain about pokemon right now and i'm wondering why they did certain things but then also i talk about i don't know i put random polls on there here and there i don't know i don't know what i do anymore so many polls. what is life what are things since the geese left i just don't know what to do anymore Oh, uh, we didn't even somehow talk about Goose Game all stream. 
we can talk about that next time so ken can play it <laughs> talking this isn't a stream but whatever shut up shut up i'm talking i'm whatever thank you for, for watching i will see you guys next week or next time uh, whatever i'll see you g- goodbye Bye, boy hello aloha, aloha.